Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Snap Count Podcast. I am so excited today to be here with my partner, Tina Olson. Tina, how's it feel? Fantastic, can as you believe, always. Can you believe this is our second episode and I'm already interrupting you? I, <laughs> I can believe it's our second episode because we tried to record this like a month or more ago and then all these things have happened and so here we are now. Yes, it feels really good to be good to be back. We, I, I like just giving the people, you know, one episode, just letting it, letting them talk about it, <laughs> letting, letting it simmer a little bit, you know, and then taking let our time. Let the social medias blow up let, for a little let while. The, yeah, let it trend on Twitter for a little bit and then get back to, uh, give, give, a, give a second one. It feels, it feels right. A whole TikTok trend started from our first wow. episode. Wow, yeah, so. it's, it's amazing. You never know the kind of influence that just your words can have, you know. Yeah. It's true. It's incredible. Okay, so in this episode, um, we decided that we wanted to talk about our class, Living the Spiral and Spiral Dynamics. Um, <laughs> Tina likes the way I say that, <laughs> Spiral Dynamics. It's actually because I usually talk so fast that, that when I say Spiral Dynamics, I like fumble the words a little bit. It becomes one long word. It becomes one long word, so yeah. I've purposely um, said like spiral dynamics. Which is what makes me laugh every time. The over-enunciation. The over-enunciation um, is something that I've swung the pendulum to towards <laughs> in the other direction from saying it so fast that it kind of sounds like one word. So uh, that's why that's, we named it living the spiral. That's why that's exactly living the, <laughs> yeah, it's not living the spiral, spiral dynamics. Um, it's living the spiral. Um, okay. So that's, that's why Tina was laughing at that, my pronunciation. Okay. So, um, Let's talk a little bit about spiral dynamics to start. Sure. And then let's talk about how, why we resonated with the, with the model and kind yeah. of how we came up with our uh, class, our experience that we take people through. And then let's talk about like what we learned from our experience. Um, I think that's, that sounds like a pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty good time, huh? Yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome. Okay. So spiral dynamics for people that don't know what that is. Spiral dynamics is a psychological development model that maps how individuals and groups grow over time. Mm -hmm. So it maps uh, how people grow on their own journeys um, mm -hmm. throughout their own lives. And it also maps how groups of people, collectives, grow throughout their lives. So the definition I really like is spiral dynamics maps how consciousness develops over time. Um, I know that word consciousness can kind of mean a lot of different things to a lot of people, but it really maps how, to me, how consciousness increases in its ability for depth, complexity, intricacy. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really what the model maps is it maps these universal patterns of consciousness development and the way that humans grow. And I would add, it's how humans are experiencing consciousness. Sure, yeah. What's available to them from the field of total consciousness, right? Infinite consciousness, source consciousness. Like, so there's how a particular human being is expressing consciousness, aka their being, their doing in the world, their way of relating, and their way of perceiving things, taking in information. And then there's the entire field of possibility, which is so fascinating to me because we tend to think of our world or our reality as the fixed objects. Even if we say fixed objects and immediately I think of things that are like very not alive, like a remote control that might be in front of us or a phone or something. But I also mean like, you know, trees or the way we're looking outside, the way the fence has been constructed or a house has been constructed or this tree is going in a particular direction, we tend to look at our physical reality and think that, that that's where everything is and that our decisions are about, like, do we leave this fence up? 
do we put up a new one? If we put up a new one, do we change the design? Like very kind of tactile, physical, literal choices in life. And yes, life is made of those choices, but life is also made of all of the things we can't see. I've been reading a lot um, of, and, and experience a lot of people pointing to this concept that is related to in many different creative fields and artistic fields of like, for example, when a book is written, there are the physical words that are written and let's say they're printed in black ink on the page. And then there's all the white space in between the white space between letters, AKA between words is actually what creates a word. If there was no blank space, all the word, all the letters would just be jumbled up against one another and, and it would be completely not understandable. And so when someone's creating a painting, when someone's creating music, when someone's creating a book, when someone's creating a TV show, when we're creating this podcast, the spaces have just as much, if not more possibilities in them than the words or the things that are spoken. Because once they're spoken, once something's created, it does kind of have a bit of a fixed nature to it. It can change, but it's like, something's been put down there, right? And then, so to me, what's so interesting about this concept of spiral dynamics and consciousness and all of this is that we understand some of it. And this is a model that's helped you and I personally continue to kind of put more language to, to some of our human experience and help others do that. And at the same time, there is so much that we have no idea of. Absolutely, very well said, yes. A model like this helps us understand it uh, to a certain degree, but it's still ultimately a mystery and, yeah. and why consciousness develops and why certain people grow and certain people stay in the same spot their whole lives. It's still a mystery. So, right. so this framework is really helpful, but it's not, it doesn't explain everything and it, it still doesn't explain the, the ultimate mysteries, yeah. uh, which is really the beauty of it is holding that paradox of this thing is really helpful and explains a lot, but also the thing that it's explaining is still fundamentally a mystery at the end of the day. Really beautiful, really said. beautiful uh, paradox to hold. Yeah. Um, so I, w I thought we could we could talk a little bit about how when we first heard of the spiral and why it resonated with us mm -hmm. when we first were uh, introduced to it and, and learned it. Um, so I'll I'll start first if that's okay. Of course. Um, so I grew up with my dad teaching spiral dynamics uh, for most of his work. Spiral dynamics is um, color coded, so each stage that spiral dynamics maps has a specific color. So I would grow up. Uh, hearing my parents talk about these certain colors and be like, oh, you know, that person's really coming from orange or like, you know, green and blue. And I, so I kind of heard the colors and I was kind of almost like immersed in the language growing up, but I didn't really have a full like understanding of the model or really understanding of what they were talking about. But I, I just heard, it was just like sort of um, in my parents' vernacular to use this, uh, the language of spiral dynamics um, in just kind of everyday talk. And then I would hear my dad teach people um, about it, and I would I would kind of hear him talk about it here and there. And then two years ago, when I was 21, uh, during my senior year of college at UCLA, um, I was back home for the weekend, and my dad, I was sitting at the kitchen table, and my dad took uh, two big, big blank uh, white sheets of paper and, and threw them down on the kitchen table, and was like, "Okay, Trace, I'm gonna I'm gonna map spiral dynamics for you. I'm gonna explain the whole thing to you." And it was it was a very Rob Bell moment. The two. Uh, the two blank white sheets of paper just on the, the kitchen counter and just he had a Sharpie and just like uh, just went to town, just writing out the whole model, explaining it to me. Um, and I really that was like a very tra transformational moment 
um, a very pivotal moment in a lot of ways because when he when he wrote out this model and really explained it to me in detail it felt like it was putting so much language to stuff that I had experienced and felt and intuited um, the way that I that he showed me how um, how how this model maps how humans grow over time and how you can use this model to understand so many cultural and societal dynamics and why why we have culture wars here in the U.S. and this is you know why um, the U.S. invading uh, Iraq trying to install them, install democracy didn't work. I mean just the the amount of things that this model helped me. Uh, kind of understand on a deeper level was really, really profound. My political science brain at the time just loved it. Um, but really the most profound thing that, that happened in that experience was um, me seeing my own growth in, mm. in the model and seeing like, oh, I can actually see when I was coming from these different stages of consciousness and how I've actually grown through a lot of these and how I've integrated a lot of these mm. stages. So really seeing it on this kind of uh, macro level was was awesome and and hugely uh, eye opening in a lot of ways, but then really seeing it on uh, in a personal level and seeing it kind of within myself was really yeah. like what clicked it in place for me. Yeah. Um, and since then, it it just it's it's been something that I've con- been continually learning and really like kind of um, deepening my relationship with is um, is the is this model and the things that it's it's mapping. Um, how did you? When did you first hear about it? And what was your experience when you first learned it? So it was a few years ago, I went to an event that your dad was doing, a, a two-day workshop, um, and towards, it was like at the very end of the workshop, the last hour or so, he said, we have an hour left, should we do spiral dynamics? And the people who had been with your dad, you know, like coming to his events and things over time knew what that meant, and like enthusiastically started vocalizing their affirmation of that idea. And so your dad then, like, I think he had an hour or less to do this. Uh, There weren't questions during it. So he just kind of like went full bore on the model. And he had, if I remember correctly, he had some sort of a whiteboard or something he was writing on sheets of paper or some some way to to write things down as he went through and it's interesting it might be the first time that i've learned a model that quickly out of context of i didn't think i was going to learn a model um that helped me realize that my brain is hardwired for models Mm. um so i have a master's in in political theory i emphasize postmodern. so there's and that all was the desire to study that was all purely from a place of love, not vocation. And so there's something like innately in me that gets the value of models or frameworks in trying to understand and make sense of this extraordinarily complex human experience that we have. And we think we're having a complex human experience to some extent. And then we have spiritual awakening <laughs> or awakening to consciousness as you know infinite consciousness or source god and unconditional love and it all becomes way more complex Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and way more paradoxical and the heart holds huge vast amounts more complexity than the head ever did and so the head was able to like pitch things away or categorize or whatever 
And all of a sudden the hearts just got this like giant, I, I want to use the word inventory, but it's not like they're taking notes on everything. It's like, it's like, I think of like the back room of a footlocker, you know, a footlocker, each Nike or Adidas shoe is like perfectly placed on the wall and there's just the one of them and the person has to go back. There are shelves and shelves and racks and, you know, of shoes that have to be <laughs> made sense of. And that's kind of, to me in a way, that's kind of like the heart has that and it has Disneyland and it has outer space and it has a trip to Hawaii and all the other things like all in its like purview. Right. And so I'm saying this to, to get back to the point of, I think it's this model is even more powerful when we're on what we would consider to be a spiritual journey or an awakening journey or living from the heart or however you personally want to describe it because it is not possible to make sense of things and at the same time it's even more necessary to attempt to put language to things because a there's going to be times where you think you're going insane especially as the mind releases its locked in control of our reality and the heart starts experiencing this hugely broad range of things and secondly um it's like we need endless doorways to more curiosity more wonder and awe more compassion more love more growth more understanding so that all parts of us can stay on board and can keep going so as your dad finished the talk that day, the whole model was so in me already that I proceeded to go to dinner and without any notes, broke down the entire model, retaught it to two people who I was having dinner with. And I'd say I did probably a decent job of <laughs> like being able to, to draw the whole thing out. It was just like somehow already a part of me. And so then fast forwarding to you and I becoming partners and starting to navigate doing work uh, together and in the same, before we were doing work together, but out into the world, we were in the same physical space as we were doing our individual work. And we got to start having these really interesting conversations about exactly what you said, which was, how do we personalize all of this? How do we take some of these points that we know to be true, like transcend and include, and actually help people understand what aspects of what they've experienced are worth keeping and growing, and what aspects of what they experienced they can let go of, they can let go of the shame, the guilt, the worry, the fear, the concern, and allow themselves to move forward in a healthier direction. And so that, element of putting this all together has just been absolutely incredible. So that really was the birth of living the spiral. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did that four part series with my dad called me, we, everybody, where we did our take on spiral dynamics, which was really kind of blew up. It was really helpful for a lot of people and, and really resonated with a lot of people. Um, and there was, there was a lot of I got a lot of a big response from that that mm -hmm. series, which was amazing because this was really like before I really started doing this work. I was still I was on, appearing on the Robcast, but I really didn't wasn't doing my own 
work yet. So it was like hugely like it was it was really eye opening for me, being like, oh my gosh, this this model is really resonating with a lot of people. This is this is awesome. This is like hugely important for the future of uh, humanity and our development. That so many people are so into this, and it's resonating with so many people. So then we were living together, and I was br- being brought in to uh, teach spiral dynamics to. Uh, organizations and and do like a quick presentation of the model and just how it could help them as an organization. How could this how could this model and how could understanding um, the different stages of consciousness that people are at how could this help you as an organization and better run? How could this help you better craft your purpose and your mission? So I was being brought in to just present the model and you were helping me with develop those presentations. You were helping me uh, come up with what I wanted to say, how I wanted to approach it, um, how I best wanted to tailor the message for organizations. And through you helping me uh, with those presentations, Tina really helped me. um, I don't know why I just referred to you in the third person, but uh, you really helped me. Tina really helped me with... uh, learning the learning on like an even deeper le- level and learning in a really practical way, like taking the model from a kind of conceptual model down to the heart um, and really kind of living the implications of spiral dynamics and really living the health of all of the different stages. So because that experience of you teaching it to me was so uh, incredible and so mm-hmm. like really deepened my relationship with this model, it was like we kind of had that like thought between the two of us of, why don't we create an experience for people mm-hmm. around this? Why don't the, what you just did for me? Why don't we just uh, create something that gives that same gift to other people? So mm-hmm. then, like you said, that's how we developed living the spiral because it's all about actually living this model and how do we actually use this model in the most practical way to make ourselves the most whole, aligned, integrated human beings. Um, and then I think so. In May of was it April or May? I think it was April. April of twenty twenty, we started our first living the spiral group. And I remember that we were like, okay, so we're just going to, you know, invite, send the word out, invite people. It's going to be seven weeks on zoom. Each week is going to cover a particular stage. And we, we kind of had our overall kind of outline and format of we're going to teach the health and the unhealth of each stage. And we're going to focus on activities to embody the health of each one of these stages and hopes to um, kind of lead people to integration and mm-hmm. help them see the model in this, this integrated um, kind of practical way. And so we just, we had this outline, we had this format that we just started inviting people. We had our first group, I think we had eight people sign up. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was like, okay, so we're just going to try this. We had no idea if it was going to work. We had no idea people were going to like it. Uh, and then the first group just like blew it. The first, those first two groups we had just Mm -hmm. blew us away. I mean, the, 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 Mm -hmm. um, experience we had with them was just like beyond our wildest dreams of, um, what this experience could be like, um, the relationships we formed during it, uh, just the getting to know people and, and the way that people over, t- over the sessions got more and more vulnerable and started sharing more and more and the connections that people made and the way that it helped us learn the model even deeper and see it in new ways. I mean, that's really been one of my favorite parts of living the spiral is just how each group we take through you and I learn it in an even deeper way. And we see it in these new kind of lights and from new perspectives, just because we have different people going through it with us each mm-hmm. time. Um, and, and I feel like each time we just deepen our understanding and our, our connection to it in a heart centered way. Um, what's been your, like, whatever, whatever, what have really have you learned from, from this living the spiral? Mm. Like what comes up for you when I ask the question of like, 
what, what have you, what is it, what is this whole process of doing Live in the Spiral really shown for you? That each of the tier one stages, so when I first learned the spiral and then I would do a bit of Googling after and all that, there's a very natural curiosity of like, well, where is my center of gravity? What, quote unquote, what stage am I at, you know? And um, also very naturally, people love to self-diagnose themselves at like tier two consciousness levels, you know, and integrated consciousness and stuff, which, um, you know, right, wrong or indifferent. But what we teach is we teach about how much life is in the first six stages that are considered tier one. And so to answer your question, the thing I've learned the most is how there is endless possibility to learn things through these first six stages. And yes, I'm extraordinarily interested in how this plays out in you know, the ideation of a new business that ends up being as big as Google or Apple or um, the ways in which family dynamics could relate or how we might have healthy spiritual communities at a whole other level than what we've experienced to date. But really, my curiosity keeps going back. It's it's like, you know, in Buddhism, they say chop wood, carry water. I often like to say chop water, carry wood, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> but so much of my life got, like, so much of my energy, my attitude towards life, my actual days got better when things like doing the dishes taking out the trash, making dinner, exercising or taking a walk, the simple things about life, when they got really interesting, my life, the, my joy in life increased exponentially, right? And I think the same through is, thing is really true about the first six stages of spiral dynamics. It, it could be really easy to read through them and say, oh yeah, I've got all that stuff nailed what's next in tier two consciousness. I want to know more about um, bending spoons or I'm not saying that this is what tier two is all about, but you know, kind of these like, maybe at some point in time I could teleport. Like that's somewhere higher up than where humans are at right now, right? Higher up the spiral. But what to me, what just seems so interesting is like the endless explorations of how we can truly nurture and take care of ourselves. And the infinite ways in which human beings relate to spirit and have a personal spiritual practice that supports them to know that they are truly going to be okay no matter what happens in life. Um, the, the numerous ways that we can continue to take power back, not because we ever gave our power to someone else or something else, but rather because we gave our power to fear and our true power comes from love. Like those explorations that you and I do week in and week out, that has brought so much fulfillment to my life. Um, and, and really like done so much for, I don't, 
I don't need to chase more when what's right in front of me is endlessly fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very well said. And I, I think that's really one of the most powerful aspects of the way that we teach the spiral and living the spiral is that oftentimes when people learn spiral dynamics, they really focus on like the later stages. And what's the difference between, you know, stage yellow and stage turquoise? And why do some theorists use stage teal? And how does teal differ from, it's like they get so kind of lost in the, lost in the weeds as far as the later stages. And not that the later stages are important and not that there's not a, you know, a really awesome discussion to be had about the differences between some of those later stages, but by, by, focusing on just those later stages it's like the wisdom of the earlier stages is kind of missed mm-hmm. um, and the heart of integration is um, integrating all of these different aspects of being and integrating the health of all of these uh, the tier one stages so I th- what we've done in living the spiral which we've been very intentional about is really to make teach it in a way in which all of these stages are equally as important mm-hmm. yes the later stages have more room for complexity and depth and intricacy and ability to hold paradox just like eighth grade is a little bit eighth grade is more uh deep and complex than third grade and you got to be more developed to be in eighth grade than third grade but no one says that eighth grade is better than third grade they're simply Mm -hmm. just different uh stages on the developmental process in education um it's the same way like these later stages in spiral dynamics yes have more room for depth and complexity but they're not better than the earlier stages. They're all equally as important. So by focusing on the health of all of these stages and by taking this truly integrative approach of the health of all of these stages is equally as important, um, it really kind of flattened out the hierarchy that can mm-hmm. oftentimes come up when people learn the spiral. It's like viewing it so kind of hierarchical, which is, um, you know, there's certain stages that are better and I got to try to race up the spiral. And it's like, no, it's not the, it's not one more thing to achieve. It's not one more thing to kind of grab and one more kind of desire to have. Um, it's actually about uh, focusing on how all of them are equally as important and the health of all of them yeah. is, is beautiful. A, a PhD, like physicist, didn't skip math all the way through until college. Yeah. You know, it all builds. Yeah. You know, and and so we don't want to leave any of it behind. And and that process of, of going through and continuing to look and evaluate and and find the joy and the health in all of the things that seem to be simple. And, you know, at the same time, when we get to the second three stages in tier one, community, um, having our logical brains meet up with our hearts, a quality of voices, none of that's simple anyway. (laughs) There's a lot of complexity in there. So I'm curious... Um, for you, what's, what have you learned most or what surprised you most about the people who go through the course's experience of living the spiral? Mm, great question. I think the thing that, that I, this sort of surprised me, but at the same time really didn't surprise me. But the thing, the way that I would answer that question is how how many people were sort of had natural, they just had this natural intuition about Mm. everything. A lot of the stuff that we were teaching and like the really beautiful part was we're able to come in with this language and this framework that provides all this language and detail to things they've already experienced and things they've already felt in their life, which is the same experience I had when I learned the spiral. Uh, But working with people where 
it's not like we're trying to like teach them some totally new thing they have to like sit down and like learn it's more like oh we're putting this we're putting language to things that you've experienced in your life we're putting language to things that you've already felt and you've already seen and now having this framework just provides more clarity and provides kind of like 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 a, it's like reassuring like your intuitions and the way that you were viewing things um you're not crazy for that you're already like mm-hmm. totally on the right track and, and and totally on your path um so that really kind of just how many people have are already moving into integration mm-hmm. even without this language was really awesome to see and that, that's what to be the the real power of the spiral is that a lot of people in their lives have grown grown beyond people around them or grown mm-hmm. beyond their community in some way so a lot of people come from uh, religious environments where they've been on this growth journey and they've just grown past a lot of the people around them in that religious environment. They just simply don't have the same ideas about God, the universe um, mm-hmm. that they that they used to have. Uh, and there's kind of like, why am I, I feel kind of alienated. Like I've grown past like my family and my friends, mm-hmm. my church, I've left the church. Like what, what, why, why did I grow? Why didn't these people grow? And like, am I like, and it's very easy to be ga- kind of gaslighted in that situation mm-hmm. by the, the church and that community. Like, oh, you've lost your way. You're going crazy. Mm-hmm. But what spiral dynamics does is it comes in and says, Hey, actually there's this model that's, that's developed by these brilliant, uh, psychologists and theorists that's backed by tons of research evidence and data that just, that maps that these are actually what you're going through is actually just a very natural development in, in, human human progression and human uh human consciousness this is actually what you're going through is actually very normal and in fact it's actually a sign that you're on the right you're you're growing you're growing in your um in your consciousness uh so that's i've noticed that with interacting with people about the spiral is they've had some sort of like turmoil or they've they've really seen something in their life that's been very personal to them. Mm-hmm. And then spiral dynamics comes along as it provides this like clarity and this, this kind of reassure reassurance, mm-hmm. um, that, that this is just a natural kind of human. This is, a, this is a natural thing that happens in life. This is just a part of the human experience. Um, so having that, having that experience with people in our group has been probably my favorite part mm. um so it's it surprised me by how many people that was the case for mm-hmm. but also not surprised me mm-hmm. because of course that's been the of course <laughs> that's the case you know yeah it makes a ton of sense what has what has surprised you the most i think i'll use the word surprised and delighted uh how vulnerable people are willing to be in a group that's together on zoom they might have some familiarity with you from being on the Robcast, but most of them haven't worked with you to any large extent mm-hmm. prior to this. Maybe one course or, you know, a discussion or something like that. Obviously, there's some inherent trust because of who your dad is and the work that he does in the world. And therefore, you know, um, kind of like a vibrational knowing or resonance that we would be putting work out in the world that hopefully aligns with his ethos and values and, you know, um, loving, curious nature about humans and about reality. But really, we have seven weeks together. We're coming together from all across the world. Uh, very few people, if any, have known each other. We have some couples that have joined, but outside of that, we haven't even had like friends or I guess one set of friends, but 
very rare. Most people are coming in as a total stranger to everybody else in the group. They've never met me. And so to have an experience that by the end of it, people are sharing um, really raw, vulnerable, open, revealing truths about themselves and how they view their life and reality, there's nothing more that I could have asked for. Yeah. It feels like absolute Zoom magic. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the part I thought the part that you, I thought what you were going to say that surprised you the most was that I rapped at the end. <laughs> or no, actually no, I should rephrase that. I, th- I thought where you what you were going to say is how good I rapped at yeah, the end. Yeah, what delighted me was yeah. that you rap at yeah. the end. Yeah. yeah. You got to well, join by the way, you got to join Living the Spiral and go with us for the 7 weeks if you want to hear it. It's at the last session. The ultimate teaser. <laughs> this is not a sales pitch at all, but if you want to hear Trace rap, hey, you got you got to get the people in somehow. <laughs> well, you we actually have, you just give them a big gift at the end because you're not even getting yeah, it. Yeah, that that is that's another one of my favorite parts of living the spirals. Just how much fun we have. Um, I remember one of our uh, someone one of our our friends that wrote a testimonial about gave us a testimonial about living the spiral. Uh, one one of my favorite things she said in that was like lots of laughter along the way, mm, you know, and just just being yeah. able to create this experience where we're being vulnerable, uh, learning about the history of these stages, learning them about them in a modern day context, um, talking about the the philosophy and uh, you know talking about our own lives and our own experience, but also laughing and having fun at the same time. It's been awesome how it feels like we were able to integrate so many different things to make it like a full experience, you know? Um, yeah, the the learning, the intellectual learning of the spiral, I think is really helpful for people, but it almost takes second place definitely. to this, especially in this time. I mean, it's always going to be important to be able to connect with other humans and it's always going to be extra magical to get to connect with humans that are from other places that you you don't already know. But the value of truly getting these very, very human experiences, I I can't articulate in words properly how much it's meant to my 2021 to have all these energies infused because we've been pretty, what I would call COVID cautious. And so therefore we've met very, like I could probably count on one hand how many new human beings I've met in 2021 and actually had like conversations with because we're not out and about in public the same way that we would be, you know, pre-pandemic. And so it's really interesting to think about how different of a year we've had because of these people who've like bravely said, yes, we'll join you for this crazy event. We'll commit to 90 minutes a week for seven weeks. And oh, by the way, the first session they show up and we say, yeah, make some extra room because you're going to do some activities during the week. Mm-hmm. It's that's incredible. Yeah, it's it's blown me away. It's it, like I said, it, it's exceeded our wildest dreams when we first developed it. To think that we we're already at this many groups that we're done. I mean, how, what group are we in? I don't even. Know. Uh, groups seven, eight, and nine are all going through right now. Oh wow, yeah. So we've and this is we started it like half a year ago. Or? Yeah. So and for a while we were running like relatively slow this is the first time we've tried doing three at yeah at once um and so yeah seven weeks it takes a a while i'm curious i'm gonna jump in i'm curious what your next like biggest vision is for where we take spiral dynamics from here 
working with the leaders of organizations and companies, which we're already starting to do, but really, I mean, continuing, obviously continuing to do the group experience and working with just, you know, individuals all over the world, but um, working with leaders of businesses who want to understand this model and, and want to create organizations based around the new emergence of, of consciousness to me is what gets me really excited. And we've, we've already been doing that a little bit. Um, and it's been just incredible. So uh, to me, doing Living the Spiral in lots of different formats to, mm-hmm. you know, multiple people within the organization, maybe just the, the leader, the groups like we've been doing, mm-hmm. just changing it up and, and seeing like what different formats can we can we deliver this in um, and how can we how can we best t- tailor the message to the different groups? I love I love that the challenge of it, mm-hmm. uh, of taking this and then thinking how we can best uh, meet people where they're at and and. Uh, teach it to them in a way that's going to resonate best with their uh, particular, whatever their particular needs are in mm-hmm. um, learning it. What about you? Same. I There's something about when someone humbles themselves enough to call themselves on a growth journey, you know, and, and a spiritual journey and name that and commit to that. And then transforms through that process and the spiral obviously is the way that we've chosen to kind of have a structure to support people's transformation people's epiphanies their aha moments they're letting go of old patterns or behaviors or beliefs that aren't serving anymore and step into the next most aligned clear view of reality so much changes because that human won't accept the same things they accepted before. And I mean like the, you know, the the negative energy or heavy or fear-based or anger-based. Um, they won't accept like trouncing over any human or using another human to, to get mm-hmm. to some perceived place. Like there's so many things that become just uh, a clear no in the body and the being of somebody who commits to a journey. And that transformation takes time, the way to integrate everything, the different healing modalities or spiritual modalities that are used to continue to expand and let go. And it takes uh, energy, it takes commitment, it, it potentially takes years. It's not like a light switch most often. But at the same time, every single decision that that person is now making ripple effects throughout their entire life. And we absolutely love doing that with individuals regardless of what their work is, period, because of this ripple effect throughout their life. Mm -hmm. And looking to the leaders of big organizations, we just see how much more ripple effect transpires. Yes, from those top people, negative and positive, as far as ripple effect goes. So why not be a part of what could become super positive ripples? Yes, I love that you brought ripple effect because that's that's perfectly and kind of encapsulates how we both feel. Is like you know, aiding the ripple effect in, in multiple different ways, whether people in our in our groups and like leaders of businesses, just seeing you know how how much this can all ripple out and change the change the progression of humanity 
is in and accelerate the pro- progression of humanity is just really really exciting what's the biggest way that either the model of spiral dynamics or the living the spiral experience has changed you in 2021 just really helped me connect with people even deeper i mean just just doing this work and getting more practice with uh listening to people's stories uh learning more about different patterns of humans learn just being able to be uh learning how to even be more present with people learning how to you know what what guidance to give and what situation i mean just for me in this work like the actual just face-to-face um, I mean, I know it's on Zoom, but face-to-face kind of interaction of actually connecting with people and actually listening to them and having a conversation with them. Every single one of those helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about my dad who got his kind of training working with people as a pastor. He was a pastor and just had like tons of people that were constantly coming up to him and talking. To him. So he learned a ton about the human experience through being a pastor. And I, I just think of this as sort of like my version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm not a pastor, but the actually having the opportunity to work with so many different people from all over the world with so many different stories has just made me even better i feel um as far as working with people and connecting with them mm-hmm. um what's your mm. what about you mm. same people's the more we actually get to like the center of people's beingness, the more we are reminded that humans are endlessly fascinating, intelligent, creative, loving, and all the other things that are anything other than that are people's way of trying to cope or deal with trauma imprint that hasn't been hasn't been fully dealt with yet or whatever, you know, comes up. But the the reality is that the truth of us, of who we all are, is infinite consciousness and truly capable of unconditional love at all times. And so going through this process with everyone, it's like I get to remember more and more and more of that as my truth as I see it in everyone else Mm. and so it continues to bring i mean every week that we go through a color as you know this week we're working through sharing about red which is our personal power and it's like the number of ways that spirit gives me to practice truly knowing and owning my personal power is so abundant so loving so graceful so i guess that's the other thing it's just that continued reminder that spirit truly is always on my side and when i say my side i don't mean it's me and spirit against anything i mean like spirit is always supporting me co-creating with me trying to help me out um to learn the things i need to learn to let go of what i need to let go of to become who i'm ready to become and there's just been so much of that this year that it's it's hard to even articulate. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Yeah, 
I feel the same way. Okay, so I think we should let people know uh, where they can find all this. And oh, if, yeah. If they, if they want to join us for a Living the Spiral uh, session. So um, all this can be found at my website, tracebell.com, and that's bell with three L's, so T-R-A-C-E-B-E-L-L-L.com. There's a courses, Living the Spiral uh, section. Um, if you go to the section and there, it's either all sold out or the times don't work for you, there's a little form uh, below that where you can send your name and your email and you'll be put on the list to be notified immediately when new groups are announced. So again, you can find all of that on my website, tracebell.com, T-R-A-C-E-B-E-L-L-L.com, and you can find everything else I'm doing there. And for the people who are listening to this who've already been through Living the Spiral with, with us, the invitation that I'd love to offer right now is that Trace and I absolutely love connecting with you in two-on-one sessions, and those are available on Trace's website as well. And if for any reason the the price is a hindrance, email us, we'll work with you. But at the end of the day, we want to continue to support everyone's journey, regardless of whether this is a new entry path into Spiral Dynamics or whether as you step into this new year or whenever you happen to be listening to this, um, you're ready for whatever the next level of depth and complexity and letting go and loving more that's waiting for you. Mm. So mm-hmm. so that feels like a pretty good place to end it. Agreed. Um, so if you want to be cool, come join us for Spiral Dynamics, because if you don't, you might go and sink like the Titanic. I might next, next episode rap in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> but actually I don't because I don't want the listeners to panic oh my. <laughs> trace and peace my friends <laughs>